0: Hey, this is Cheryl Fields with Lifestyle Wealth Group. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend Scott Ferguson.
1: Time to Shine Today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson. And welcome to episode 135 with my really good friend and kind of a neighbor here in South Florida, Cheryl Fields from the Lifestyle Wealth Group. Uh, Cheryl says one thing that really sticks out, and that there's three kinds of money the money you save the money you spend, and the money that slips through your fingers. And at Lifestyle Wealth Group, she helps you hang on to that money that slips through your fingers. Cheryl is someone that I respect immensely. She's got fantastic free training that you can join if you check the show notes. And she's going to remind us to live up to our potential. So without further ado, break out your notebooks, sit back, relax, because here's my good friend, Cheryl Fields. Hey, 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 time to shine. Today, Barsen Squad to Scott Ferguson, and I have a real treat. I got my good friend Cheryl Fields, who is kind of a neighbor. She lives about 60 miles south of me here in sunny South Florida. Uh, I respect her immensely. I kind of tracked her down here on LinkedIn uh, to have her come on and share her story and her aha moment and her fails and how she leveled up into starting Lifestyle Wealth Group and how she helps others level up. After 35 years as an entrepreneur and an ex-financial advisor, Cheryl has been teaching Americans how to build a rock solid financial foundation by increasing cash flow, having tax free income in retirement, that's huge, and leaving a legacy for the next generation. And all of those fit the time to shine today model of leveling up your life. And, you know, money is something that we have to protect We don't need to hoard it. We got to put it to work for us. It's a good thing. And Cheryl's going to talk to us about that as well. So Cheryl, without further ado, please come on and introduce yourself to the Time to Shine today squad. But first, what is your favorite color and why?
0: Uh, My favorite color is turquoise, Um, and yeah, it's just a color I actually love to wear it, Um, and you find out I have a horse, and so she has a turquoise blanket, and um, you know, so it's not, there's no rooms in my house painted turquoise, but as far as the color, uh, that's my favorite color. pretty
1: kind of like an oceany color, too, and we Mm. live the salt life down here. You know, that's we don't right, really we go to the beach too much anymore, but not we anymore. Live, we live we live the salt life, so that's fantastic. So, sure, let's get to a little bit of the origins, if you would, about Lifestyle Wealth Group. But actually, take us back before then and what led into it. Because you know, I was reading your uh, the story then we talked last month and then and what you have going up. You you made some really valid points about you you started when the market crashed in a sense you know (laughs) so totally not to say you weren't money savvy but it's just like you're kind of getting in like oh my like real estate agents they came into the to to the business in 08 09 and 10 and a lot of them that withstood it are successful now because they didn't know what good was they thought it was bad so anyways Mm -hmm. can you just give us a start
0: here well, sure. So I'd been an entrepreneur for a really long time, decades, and had businesses all across the country. From, I say from Hollywood, California to Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> and, um, and so um, actually, but my life took a big pivot um, uh, late in, when I was about 47 years old, late in 2003. And um, I realized that I knew how business worked, but I didn't know how money worked. And so I decided to become a financial advisor and I was hired by a global investment firm right out of school. And that was like late in 07. So we know what happened in 08. Of course, everything came crashing down. And um, I always like to joke that I'm probably the only advisor that didn't lose a client in 08 because luckily I didn't have one. (laughs) So uh, that was my claim to fame then. But, uh, but then I, you know, I went to bed every night and I just said, you know, how could I believe in a system that lets this happen to people Mm -hmm. that lets them, you know, follow the best advice. um, And, and then like, Overnight, be able to, you know, have something, something come along that's going to make them lose so much of what they worked all their life to save. And so every, went, every night I went to bed, Scott I was sick at my stomach, thinking this is like my worst entrepreneurial moment. Was like, what am I going to do? I've just made the biggest mistake of my life. Right. I don't even believe in this predatory system. And every night I would just go to bed and think there has to be something else. And so a few days later, I actually woke up with, with a, you know, not an answer to anything, but a really good question, which is, wait, what do wealthy people do? Because they don't start over every time the stock market crashes, and they always have time and money, and not only enough money for their lives, but enough money for the next generation. Mm. And I thought, you know what? That's what I want to learn about. That's what I want to know. And so I interviewed wealthy people, and I just, for the last 10 years now, I've called myself an ex-financial advisor, but financial educator, teaching people the strategies that, that they, you're not taught uh, by the tr- you know, traditional financial m- model.
1: Right. So how were you able to reach out to the wealthy and have them give you their time?
0: Well, you know, um, I read the book, Think and Grow Rich. And like you just said, you know, the real estate people really didn't know what good times were. So I guess I wasn't afraid. And so, um, (laughs) and I found that actually people that, I mean, I can't tell you I interviewed super famous people or anything like that. But people that I knew that had money and I, I would ask them, hey, so who else do you know that I could talk to? And so they'd give me two or three people from the country club and there I, you know, I had more interviews. And so, um, you know, I just realized that there was a whole nother way. It's hundred years old, but I realized there was a whole nother way that wasn't necessarily benefiting the banks, Wall Street and the IRS.
1: Beautiful. So while you were building the, uh, your business up, did you encounter any hard times where you had to fail forward?
0: Yeah, well, for sure. So starting out from scratch like that, and of course, not having clients at that point, um, I was, so I was really trying to figure out a way. One of the things that I talked about was, um, was about fees in the, in the, you know, investment accounts and how a lot of wealthy people were telling me that that's what they avoided at all costs, because it can rob you of like 40% of your wealth. Mm -hmm. And so, um, as I was thinking, okay, I have this really great idea, I have all these strategies now I can teach people, but how am I going to go to them and say, hey, don't pay them, but pay me, right? right. <laughs> and so I was like, now you've created another monster in your life, Cheryl, because now what are you going to do? So I actually went and I went to the companies that I wanted to use, 100-year-old companies, and I asked them if they would pay me instead. And so I don't charge my clients for the advice that I, I give them, but I, get, I still do get paid. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, that was definitely a tough time because then I thought, oh, what am I going to do now, you know, how am I going to get around this big boulder elephant in the room?
1: Love it. And so you stepped away from entrepreneurship. What did, what kind of companies did you have?
0: Uh, So, well, um, I started, uh, I got out of high school at 16 and all I wanted to do was be an entrepreneur. Uh, That's all I wanted. Yeah. And so I printed up business cards. I went door to door in industrial parks. I liked graphic, graphic design. And back then everything was done by hand, right? No Mm -hmm. computers. It was decades before that. And, uh, And so I just said, I know I'm young, but I can do the work. And if you'll give me a chance, um, I'd love to try. And if you don't like the work, you don't have to pay me. And, um, so, um, you'll love this story. So I, um, I, I, this one company, they wanted me to help them do these race engines, right? They like, and so I did brochures for them for race engines and, uh, i not knowing anything about race engines. I was just
1: going to say, do you know anything
0: about them? No, I okay. just had to do the brochure. I just got had it. to take the pictures and make it look good. And so, um, so anyway, they, uh, by, fr- by, you know, I had done the project and then I thought to myself, Hey, if I could go get them printed, I could actually mark up the printing. So I went to a printer front and I said, Hey, well, you bid the job like you regularly would as if they walk through the door, but let's split the profit. He said, sure. So i I mean, I look back now, I think, you know, it, it was great. So at, then after I got the project done, mm-hmm. um, They said to me, hey, look, the boss is really happy. He'd love for you to come in and he wants to meet you because he's got other work. And I said, great. Well, the boss was Mario Andretti. And the work I was doing was for the Long Beach Grand Prix. Oh wow! So I had I, by now I had turned 17, but I was like, I don't really know what an entrepreneur is, but I really like it. Right? <laughs> they gave me a big fat check, right. and I really never looked back. And so from there, I had other uh, graphics. I was an art director for a magazine and a newspaper in Yorba Linda. Um, then I did. I started a video production company called Banyan um, right. in L.A., and we did broadcast quality video for ABC Television. Um, and then I got wanted to get out of the city, so we bought a horse ranch and a printing company in Grand Junction, Colorado. Oh wow! Uh, and then from there, um, um, we decided to move to the state of Maine. Um, it wasn't my choice. Uh, mm-hmm. I was married then and he wanted to go to the state of Maine. So we went there and that not only ended the marriage, but um, but I published an international business journal in Maine and Atlantic Canada because right. um, they're geographically linked and sure. economically linked. Uh, and then from there, um, let's see, and so then from there, um, I went down and I was hired by Uh, Gulfstream aerospace as a consultant. Um, So um, that was for a year. That was a year gig to put all of their merchandise, premium merchandise. I was a personal shopper, uh, with general dynamics checkbook. It was, it was so much fun. And, um, my office was right there, you know, on the, uh, on the tarmac in Savannah and it was just great. Uh, but so from there then, um, that's, and so that's when my life took a pivot Mm -hmm. and that's when I decided to become a financial advisor.
1: So you knew a lot about the business, but you didn't Mm -hmm. know how money worked. So when you got the education with that, what, what led into the inception of the lifestyle wealth group?
0: Well, because I felt that, see, so what I feel like is really wrong with the system is that, um, you know, that, you were basically told there's two kinds of money in money you save and money you spend. So all of the money, it's kind of just one or the other. Right. And I felt like that was a big gap because there's so much money. I say there's three kinds of money, the money you save, the money you spend and the money that slips through your fingers. And so I help people bring back the money that slips through their fingers. And so with that, my whole thing is not how I just, it, for so many people, it doesn't work to put your money into a place that you can't use it till you're 59 and a half. Mm-hmm. There's only 11 years that the government lets you live use your money without penalty and then when you get into retirement they tell you you know you have the rmds you have to take out your money and so there's so many reasons that that cutting off that cash flow as an entrepreneur you know right cutting off that cash flow is why like nine out of ten businesses go out of business and i thought what if we could mobilize this and have them be able to use that cash borrow from themselves pay themselves back and that's what wealthy people do and so that's you know (laughs) that's what i got so excited about for sure
1: Right. So did you have a mentor that you, I had a you lot said you were in 2003, which you said it something out that You were 47 then? Or
0: I think that's the math, the math is right. Yeah.
1: Okay. So 47. So is there a mentor that kind of took you under the wing as you kind of started into financial advising and started the lifestyle wealth group?
0: Absolutely. So the reason I gave the name Um, the company lifestyle wealth group is because I believe that our money should be used for our lifestyle. And it doesn't mean we're giving up retirement. It just means we're going to be guaranteed tax-free income in retirement, but we can use our money now for the things that we need instead of paying the bank, all the interest. right? Right. And so, um, so I had mentors all the way along. Um, I went, I, I was able to go I and mean, take a couple different courses um, from people that were already doing what I was doing. I mean, like I said, I, this is nothing new, right. Sure. But teaching these, teaching these strategies. And so, um, yeah, there were several people that I studied under and several people that helped me along and helped me get started. But I, again, I, I just like, I, just like I had done before, I just kind of went out there and started pounding the pavement. And speaking wherever I could, podcasting, guesting, television when I had it, you know, and I've been doing that live streaming now. So, um, yeah, it's really my goal and my mission is to get this out to as many people as possible. Because right now, we have all this tax money that's getting spent. We're trillions and trillions more dollars in debt. And that's only going to come back to the people that pay taxes, which is people like you and me.
1: Right. And... So I pay as little as I can, but. It's, it's, but, we it's, but we all follow the rules. We all follow the rules. So but wait,
0: they changed the rules. Alpha yeah,
1: to. they do, and you need someone like that to be able to guide the ship and whatnot. So yeah. what do you think makes a great
0: financial educator then? Um, well, I think just showing people that there's other ways to do things. most of the people, um, I I do this four day live boot camp and. Most people are like, I just show them, I lay it out step by step. Here's how, what we've been told and here's what we've been taught. But listen, does it really make sense? And what other options are there out there? But again, you know, um, like most people are really shocked to hear that, like on the front cover of the Wall Street Journal, January 2nd of 2017, mm-hmm. um, they said the fathers of the 401k said actually that it was never meant to be a retirement vehicle for the American family. Right. They said we tried to stop it during the Reagan years, but we couldn't. Right. and like you're just like so they've known and so for me I just feel like you know may, might not be for everybody but I tell you Mike I have clients all across the country and for them it's it's been a godsend I mean I can just tell you story after story of how people's lives have changed.
1: Love it so if I'm out at a networking event which you're allowed to do a little bit here in South Florida or even virtually networking and I'm shutting my mouth and listening uh, what kind of what kind of things might they say that would make them a good prospect referral or a connection for Lifestyle Wealth Group?
0: That's a great question. Wow. Thank you for asking that. Well, the whole thing is people that say I'm tired of the market. Up, you know, I'm tired of the ups and downs of the market. I've lost so much money again. And again, I, you know, like I say to people, look, I saw the market crash and wait, I've seen it crash again. And I've only been doing this for 12 years. Sure. So like how many times do you want to see your money go down the you know, down the drain. So anybody that's saying basically, you know, I'm tired of this. I don't, you know, I'm tired of the fees. Um, I'm tired of the you know, insecurity because, you know, we, we like accounts that never go backwards. And so, um, you know, it's, that's what Warren Buffett says are the two rules of investing. Rule number one is never let your money go backwards. And rule number two is never forget rule number one. So (laughs) those are, those are words that I live by. So again, you know, um, Robert Kiyosaki says, it's not how much you make, but how much you keep how hard it works for you, and how many generations you keep it for. And so people that that subscribe to that type of thinking are absolutely my ideal clients.
1: Love it and love it. So you let's get in our DeLorean with Marty McFly from Back to the Future. <laughs> let's go back to the 22-year-old Cheryl. I don't know if your last name was and Let's go back to the 22-year-old Cheryl. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on her that – would maybe help her shorten her learning curve Mm. uh, with the wisdom you have now?
0: Um, Well, at 22, I was having kids. I had two little baby girls at that point, uh, 18 months apart. And um, I think just the, I think the wisdom, um, I think, you know, one of the things is to just never give up and always look for opportunity. I think I just have a serial heart for entre- being an entrepreneur. I've always got ideas. And I think I would have encouraged myself to take a little more chance, take a little more, um, be a little more, um, I want to say, like um, – Intuitive, or be a little bit more um, dedicated to finding opportunities. I probably could have had other businesses that I don't even know I could have had. Right. Sure. now. You know?
1: And Be more mindful, I guess, of what's going on around you and see what the opportunities might lie and and take more mm-hmm. on that. I love that. So we talk a lot about the dash here at Time to Shine today, and I want to know how you want your dash. Remember that little mark in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and death date. How do you? How does Cheryl want? her maybe legacy statement or how does she want that dash remembered
0: I would just love to be known for somebody who wanted to go out and educate people. Um, My heart is really in it. My mission's in it. I'm at a place in life where I can give back. And I would just love to be viewed as somebody who went out there and I used to get on airplanes and fly all over the place, but now I do it like we're doing it right now. Right. And um, I would just love to be remembered as a heartfelt woman. I mean, I'm a mother and a grandmother of four. Um, And I would love to just be remembered as a woman who stood up for the people that just didn't want to be a part of the predatory system Mm and that wanted to create a legacy, wanted to enjoy their lives. And I would just love to be known as somebody who helped that happen for them.
1: Okay, that's beautiful. And you're a total go giver. You know, a lot of the stuff you, you, you kind of give away for free as well. If, lack of I give it sense. all away for free. Sure. I, my,
0: even sure. my boot camp is free. Yeah,
1: right. So when you're someone that approaches you or approaches a lifestyle wealth group, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do?
0: Hmm. I just, again, I think that so many people are stuck in just there's one way to do things. I would love for them to just say, hey, is there really another way that you can do this stuff? And so I would just love that question. But again, I have to wait for them to ask it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I would ask something along those lines and also to tell me about how you came about being able to hold on to that money that slips through the fingers, you know, and see, and see, but like, tell me like a nightmare, you know, tell me what happened. So that's what I, I, I like it in real estate. You when know, and I teach people how to invest in real estate. So yes, I know. Absolutely. Is what is one thing that Cheryl knows for sure?
0: I know for sure that we are all here to give and contribute to each other. I know that it takes all of us, you know, we all have different opinions on things and, you know, we all have different ways of looking at things. We're all in different stages of our life, but I believe that, um, you know, we're all here to learn from each other or, you know, or learn either learning from me or learning from, or I'll learn from other people. So it's all, it's, you know, it's just generational. And so I feel that that's really uh, one of the most important things is just that we're, we're all in this together
1: Mm -hmm. and,
0: um, I just, you know, I I just appreciate so many people that have come alongside me and helped me and I, I want to pass that on.
1: Love that. So if everything just blew up on you mm-hmm. and, you know, you lost basically everything, what would your first step be to do to rebuild or get back?
0: I, I have no doubt. I think one thing as an entrepreneur and especially now that I understand about finance, mm-hmm. I have no doubt I would just find a new idea. I mean, a business, I tell this to people all the time, a business is just an exchange of value. Mm-hmm. So I would find something that, needed needed get needed doing in the world and that would be my next business so i wouldn't be down for long
1: i cannot believe you have not read atlas shrugged that is the (laughs) whole business business is just an exchange of value it's it's what you have and what other people have and you exchange it there was no money back then you know for Mm -mm. a a certain time well there may
0: not be money again so we need to get
1: (laughs) right absolutely so what are three things that Cheryl can't live without then
0: Okay, can't live without family for sure. So um, I have two daughters, one's here and she's married and has, I have four grandkids here in Parkland, not too far away.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course,
0: not seeing them now, except on FaceTime, which is killing sure. me. Um, I can't live without just, you know, enjoying my life. I have a horse, I love to ride. I love to ride my bike in the morning and, um, you know, put something in my, in, on my, you know, sometimes it's music, sometimes it's, you know, study stuff, books on um, Audible. Sure. But um, I can't live without like the balance of work and life. I think that's really important to me. Um, I, you know, I, I don't work. I'm not an 80-hour person at all. Um, until this COVID, I would take Wednesday afternoons off and go. My son, my grandson is in a bilingual class and I speak mm-hmm. Spanish. So
1: um,
0: I would go help them with homework, you know. At Wednesday afternoons were my day off and um, my afternoon off. And, um, I mean, I love that kind of stuff. Now, of course, we're not able to do that anymore. So that's the kind of thing I couldn't really live without. Um I'm not sure. I mean, that's really the most important thing, and then my other daughters in New York City, and of course, family is. We so got
1: family, great. horses, reading, community. So that's what exactly, I mean. exactly. It. And love I think it.
0: you know, fitness too. I I really enjoy getting yeah. out, and, you know, pumping my bike. Well, that's like
1: seven. I said three, Cheryl. Come on.
0: Well, now. sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I love it that you're so well rounded and put together. So, what would your what would your definition of a life well lived be?
0: Um. Feeling like you've lived to your potential, no matter what that is.
1: Love it. Love it. You know, I always, we, we talk, I'm going to talk to the squad here out there. I always say that if you're not living to your potential, it's a sin, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. not saying so much as a religi- religious context about it, but, you know, sin is a Greek word. The origin of it means missing the mark. So if mm-hmm. you're not living to your potential, you're missing right. the mark every day. and why not? We're not here for that long. might as well hit your mark as much as you can. So Cheryl, as we wind things down a little bit, we go into what we call our leveling up lightning round. And you and I could talk 15-20 minutes on each one of these questions by my producers flash in five. You have five seconds, no explanations. Okay. all of them can be answered that way. You ready?: I uh, guess so. Here we go. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received?
0: Uh, just to go out and live to your full potential
1: love it share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success
0: uh bike riding in the morning six o'clock out there
1: love that so not what you're reading now not the flavor of the month but recommend a book to say scott you have to read this i'm in the doldrums i'm coming to you like what's the good book do you recommend?
0: um I'm just, you said not a book that I'm just reading. Now, I read it like 10 years ago. I've read it twice already, but I'm reading it again. It's The Alchemist by Paul Coelho. Coelho. Yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely. What emoji do you use the most when you're texting?
0: Um, I got to give you two. I use the hibiscus for Florida, the huggy face, and then a hibiscus. And that's like my signature uh, (laughs) sign-off.
1: Love it. Now, not wisdom-wise, but Mm -hmm. physical-wise. I know Mm -hmm. you feel great. If you could go back and be one age for the rest of your life, what would it be? Wow. Uh, physical wise.
0: Ah, man, I don't, I was in, I was in pretty good shape about, honestly, about like two years ago, I was doing Pilates Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. That's your
1: best uh, shape. Come on. Like mine's thirty-two. I mean, I was. A
0: I wasn't into exercise then.
1: Okay, all right. I was all chasing
0: right. kids around and you know doing gotcha. other stuff. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm not really sure. I've ever thought about that, but I I really would love to be back That's in play.
1: Time to shine. You make you think. So, what's your favorite charity and or organization you like to give your time and or money to?
0: I love the Boys and Girls Club. Beautiful. Um, I worked for them for about three years okay. in Los Angeles, and um, and I, it's just a fabulous organization.
1: Love it. Yeah, I, I give a little bit to them every year as well. So last question. It's kind of hard, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 80s. 80s. <laughs> Big hair don't care. I love it. That transition is good times. Good times. <laughs> so how can we find you?
0: Okay, great. So, of course, we've mentioned lifestylewealthgroup.com. That's the name of the company. Um, but a couple things. So, you can connect with me on Facebook. I have a group there called Prosperity Seekers. And you'll see my picture there in the header. And um, I go live every there, every Friday and talk about current issues in finance or current things going on in the world. So, if you, it's a free Facebook group. So, it's Prosperity Seekers on Facebook. Okay. But then… Um, I'd love to offer your your listeners um, a free pass to my um, boot camp. It's a four day live boot camp. I do it um, Monday through Thursday. Uh, it's 45 minutes at 11 o'clock Eastern, and again, it's free. It's live, and I go over all of these strategies that I've been talking to you about. I teach all of that in a four day in a four day you know four 45 minute sessions, um, and so. That's what I'm really excited about because I've been doing that now. This is five or six times I've done it, but it's just a great way for people to really understand um, how, you know, how we've been deceived and what we can look forward to as far as truth about money goes.
1: And you're doing that for free then? I am. And that's August, or, no, that's uh, every day. Uh, is that every?
0: Well, no, it's not. Um, it's actually, I think uh, it's the 24th, I believe. If that's the Monday is okay. the next 27th is the Monday, I think. Yes, so it's Monday through Thursday. August. Oh no, it's
1: in in July. August. August. Okay. Folks, I'm going to make sure that we're on point with Cheryl and we'll have it in the show notes below. So go ahead and scroll down to the show notes. And so, Cheryl, leave this with one last knowledge nugget that you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action on outside of living to your potential.
0: Um, So I think that what we have to be really, we have to really take heart to right now is, as you know, the government's passed out, um, you know, so much money, trillions of dollars. And we have to really be careful now about taxes. And it's going to come back around to bite us. And it's just really, really important. I think any entrepreneur needs to be, you know, learning as much as they can so that they can protect what they have and protect their business going forward.
1: I love that. And squad, you've just been witness to a, basically a free masterclass with my Mm. good friend here, Cheryl. I mean, I took my version of notes, which is a full page and I hope that you had too. And I trust me, I would have kept writing, but I am job is to also to ask the questions, but you know, she was someone that knew how to grow a business, but she didn't know how money works. So she got herself educated. Okay. And that's what she'll help you do. You know, to, to help get educated about money. You know, you have your save money, spend money, and the money that slips through your fingers. And at Lifestyle Wealth Group, they kind of help you out to make sure that less of that money slips through your fingers. If you're tired of the yo-yo up and down, the insecurity, make sure you're reaching out to, to Cheryl. You know, she reminds us that the wealthy don't panic. They're already prepared for any scenario that really comes up, unless it's complete Armageddon, then we're all gone anyways. So, but... <laughs> You know, she believes in, you know, don't go backwards with your money. And she referenced Warren Buffett's, you know, that's the first rule. And the second rule is rule number one. So, you know, she reminded herself, you know, that she went back, she would be like, never give up and always be mindful for opportunities. She's a fantastic financial go-giver. I'll add financial in there as well. She wants us all to give and contribute to each other. And just a reminder that business is an exchange of value. You know, it's not like one has to go over another. One has to win. It could be a collaboration, and Cheryl is the perfect collaborator. And she's healthy, she's wealthy, she's leveling up her life, and she's part of our squad now. So, Cheryl, thank you so, so much for coming on.
0: It's been such a thrill to be here with you, Scott. And thank you so much for asking me.
1: We'll we'll have you on again soon.
0: I'd love it. Thanks. We'll talk soon. Stay safe out there.
1: Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast probably brought to you by Sutter & Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.